Hi, I'm Carrie, a stroke survivor and BIND member. And I'm Kezia, a stroke survivor and a member of BIND as well. And today we welcome a member of BIND and someone that is actually our new producer of BIND Waves. Her name is Jenny, and we're going to have her here to welcome and share her story and her experience of having and living with um, after having had a concussion. So thank you so much for coming, Jenny. Hey, I'm welcome, so excited Jenny. to be here. <laughs> you do sound very excited. That's really fun. <laughs> welcome to BIND Waves the official podcast of the Brain Injury Network of Dallas. I'm Brian White, Vine's Executive Director. On each episode, we'll be providing insight into the brain injury community. We'll be talking to members and professionals regarding their stories and the important role of Vine's Clubhouse. We work as a team to inspire hope, community, and a sense of purpose to survivors, caregivers, and the public. Thank you for tuning in to Vine Waves. Let's get on with the show. All right, Jenny. So can you let us know a little bit about your story and your experience? Yeah, for sure. So um, I uh, am a pre-K teacher. And um, in September of 2020, uh, I was assaulted by one of my students. Um, I was He punched me in the head right here on my right temple. Um, and then I worked real hard. And then two years later, the same thing happened. It's like the weirdest coincidence. Um, different kid, different school, same spot. Oh, wow. And so it's been a wild two and a half years. Yeah. For sure. I know. This is like the second time I hear your story. So yeah. this is, every time I hear it, I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah. As a teacher, you def I feel like it's something that I wouldn't have really expected. Yeah, you don't anticipate, when you go into teaching, you don't anticipate getting a brain injury. That's for sure. They don't prepare you for that in teacher school. Well, I'll give you a little heads up. They don't teach or prepare anyone for any they kind really, of brain injury. But it's you know, true. Like, they don't prepare anybody. But, yeah, so going back to that, and with concussions, a lot of, I know concussions are different. People just think, oh, concussion versus brain injury. Right. But some concussions turn into brain injuries. So when did you realize that your injury was more than just a bump on the head mm -hmm. And it was having profound impacts on your daily life. Well, a few days after I got my concussion, um, I was at the grocery store. You know, I was doing my normal weekly grocery shopping. And I remember kind of blanking out and then coming back and forgetting where I was. You know, this is the same store I was at every week doing the same routine I was doing. And I completely forgot where I was. And that scared the daylights out of me and that's when I realized that something was wrong um and then you know I went to the doctor and they were like oh it's you know you'll be fine you'll be fine but I, I it took me a long time to get to fine whatever fine is yeah and what happened the second time so the second time, um, I noticed effects immediately. So right away, I noticed that my, my balance was off. Um, I couldn't walk right. Um, I was very much in a daze, like I was slow to respond to questions. I looked zoned out. At least that's what I was told. I don't really remember much about the second time. Um, but fortunately, you know, the staff at my school jumped into action and they said, this is not the Jenny. This is not the Jenny we know and was able to call 911 and get me care immediately. Oh, wow. So yeah. I'm so grateful for that. So, so I guess, what do they do different? Like when they take you to the hospital, how do they decide this concussion is more than a concussion and mm -hmm. someone needs to stay with you? You can't go to sleep for 24 hours. Cause that's what I remember as a kid. Right. You, know, you can't have to stay with, when do they go? 
no, this is more serious than just let's watch her for 24 hours. There's something really wrong. Right. Well, they did a CT scan and, you know, I'd also told them I have a history of another concussion in the same spot. So they, they gave me some instructions, you know, at the hospital. They discharged me the same day, um, but with certain things to look out for. And fortunately, since I've been through this before, I had already, I already knew, okay, I need to watch out for dizziness. I need to keep track of my memory. Um, I had my, you know, my medical team like on call that day, you know, it was like, hey, it happened again, you know, so I could get everything I needed real much quicker this time. Okay. And you just said, you just talked about your memory Mm -hmm. and your dizziness and all of that Mm -hmm. um, after having had concussions. Um, Did it affect your uh, driving issues or like, or... Your ability to drive so that's something that my my care team and i are actually deciding right now um i took i started uh, ot recently and i took a test that uh measured my reaction time to like visual stimulus and um it my reaction time was so slow it was um not not safe <laughs> to, for driving so that's something that i'm gonna have to talk to my neurologist about and dis- determine if driving it right now is a safe thing for me to do oh wow that's really interesting for sure yeah i think that at first like after i had a stroke driving was definitely not safe especially Mm -hmm. because i had seizures and now it's not that it's more likely fear but i'm i really like to hear that you've been really trying and trying to get better and even taking that risk to take these tests because i think at the at the time i would be scared to even take the test right well (laughs) uh, the, the difference is you know i live by myself so I didn't have someone to, available, you know, readily to take me to doctor's appointments or take me to therapy or whatever. I had to depend on myself and my right. family does not live close either. So, you know, I, ha- I had no choice. Um, and it's not until recently that I discovered there's an alternative. So I'm looking into that now. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's I know nice. driving is a great key back to independence. So yes, maybe we fun. all are scared when it starts, but yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm really nervous about that that part of independence being it, taken away. Yeah. But if it's it's for this my own safety and the safety of others, then I'm willing to do it. Sure, we don't want to do any more to injure our brain. Yes, but so you've talked a lot about your care team and your medical doctor. So did you receive the medical assistance? Did you find it adequate or not? Like the medical assistance that you initially got or did you create this medical team and care team later so at first um the the doctor the first neurologist that i saw uh, basically said this is back in 2020 he said oh you know it's a concussion you just need to lay in a dark room for three months and avoid screens and don't think and that's something that i do constantly (laughs) (laughs) if there is something that i cannot not do it's thinking and so i tried Right. I, I was in bed, you know, bed bound for three months, um, barely getting up, trying to limit stress, limit thinking and all of that. And nothing changed. And so after four months of no improvement, I, I advocated for myself. And that's when I sought out my own treatment. And I'm so grateful for my doctors. I'm a very proud UT Southwestern girly. So <laughs> all of my uh, doctors and all of my therapists are through UT Southwestern. And it, once I saw them and I got into therapy, that's when I saw improvements. 
Oh, wow. So what are some of the improvements that you saw? So like with PT, when I first saw Carly, who I adore. Hi, Carly. Um, (laughs) She better be listening. She will be listening. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) Um, You know, Carly was actually the first person to like truly believe and see the struggles that I was having. Um, And when she told me, she looked me in the eye and said, Jenny, I believe you. I started crying because nobody had said that before. I had only heard, oh, you're faking for so long. Um, So to be believed was like the best, was the best feeling. Um, So I basically had to relearn how to walk. I had to go up, learn how to go up and down stairs, Um, you know, like any sort of up and down movements. Like it it was, that was a big big challenge of mine especially because my job is so physical it's not like I sit at a desk all day you know I'm a pre-k teacher I'm up and down I'm chasing kids um you know we we joke that pre-k is herding kittens and so you can't just be still and and do 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 that job well so I had to do that um I was in speech for memory issues um, I still have memory issues. Um, if you guys know me at all, I, I live and die by my planner. I have it with me all the time with these color-coded stickers that tell me where to go and what appointments I have when, um, because if I didn't have that, I would forget. Um, and I also have to use my planner to write down like what I've done each day, because if someone asks, what did you do over the weekend? I don't know, <laughs> unless... I write it down and go, oh, oh, I went to my friend's house this week and we had a barbecue. Oh, that's, that was a, that must have been fun yeah. <laughs> because I don't, I, I have very little memory of it. Yeah. I actually am really proud of you just saying all these, um, what you've been working on them along with what your biggest challenges are because you've been seeing your challenges and how you've been working on them together. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Very yeah. proud of you. Thank that's you. really great. I'm, I'm pretty proud of me too. That's oh, good. I'm good. You yeah, should that's be. good. Yeah, you should absolutely. be, yes. <laughs> and kind of talking, so you mentioned you're going to, you know, talk to your neurologist some more and you've got your, all your UT people. So what are the other, maybe other than just your, your binder that you're doing on your own, are you doing other things still with recovery? Are you still a PT? Are you still in speech? Still working towards those things? Yes. Yeah, so I'm still in speech. Hey, Liz. Um, <laughs> Ooh, I'm, I'm, I think we have, we're going to have like top fans. I have all the shout outs. <laughs> I'm going to shout out all my people. Um, so Liz, who I adore, um, you know, I'm still in speech. I see her every week to every other week. Um, and we're working on memory recall. You know, we've worked a lot on deductive reasoning, um, remembering to do basic things like eating that's one of the things she asked me every session jenny have you been eating and i'm like uh i think so (laughs) have i have i been eating i'm not i'm not sure um you know and building a consistent schedule and things like that so that's there's that and then i'm also i just started ot so hey megan i'm not gonna leave you out um (laughs) (laughs) and uh so i'm with that i'm working with hand-eye coordination visual scanning um, one of my big goals with recovery right now, it sounds so trivial to a norm, to normal people, but to people with brain injuries like us, I really want to go to the grocery store by myself. Oh, nice. And right now I can't do that at all. So, you know, I go to the grocery store with support once a week and I literally just follow people around with the shopping cart and that is enough to wear me out for the day at this point. So, yeah. you know, being able to do those independent self-help skills sure, is that's really not big. Trivial at all. And I can't, 
um, you know, I, I could not do it without my, my care team. And I'm so grateful for them. That's great. I honestly didn't even think about it. I have not gone grocery shopping by myself mm-hmm. at all because it's really overwhelming. It's so overwhelming. And just looking at the lines, and I didn't think about it that that could definitely be an issue because for me, I was just like even thinking about it being in a line and searching and walking around and like having to read where things are. Oh my god. There goodness. are so many steps to grocery shopping that yes. people can take for granted yeah and it's really complicated when you think about when you think about it and break it down into all the steps yeah okay i'm gonna break y'all on grocery shopping for just a quick second and ask (laughs) our listeners to go ahead (laughs) and click that like button and share button and continue listening now i will say i understand grocery shopping i i cheat not really but i need it i ride the scooter i do make my list before i go I have my dad goes with me so he can carry all this stuff but he rides the scooter back he puts the scooter back you know but yeah, it's something definitely people, normal people, like you said, don't think about that. Sometimes grocery shopping is not a one-person job after a brain injury. Right. And I mean, unfortunately, I, I can get my groceries <laughs> delivered. Thank goodness to take for technology. Oh, yeah. um, so, you know, I'm glad I have those those things accessible to me. Yeah. And honestly, you've been talking a lot about what you're using to progress, to make changes happen and like work on yourself and continue to recover. Um, is there some like that you have more future plans like that you're working on for in a couple months or next year or two years? Like what are your future plans overall? Yeah. So for the future, um, I so right before I got my second brain injury, I started grad school. I'm getting my master's in social work from UT Arlington. Go Mavs. <laughs> um, and I did that with the goal of working with brain injury patients because you know, my first go around with recovery, I didn't have anybody that understood what it was like to have a brain like ours. And um, I really wanted to be that empathetic ear and support um, for people who are in recovery. Um, and I was told by my professor, Jenny, that's too niche. No, no one, there's not enough people with brain injuries mm. for you to be a social worker with brain injuries. I found out that is wrong. It is yes. that is not true that there are lots <laughs> of opportunities for for social work with brain injury. So that's my like ultimate goal. Once I graduate and get healthy enough to like go back to school and things like that, that's what I really want to do. That's great, yeah. and I think that's a great goal, especially because you had it even before your second mm-hmm. yeah concussion. So I think that everything and I don't know my positive way of thinking things things happen. You know, yeah, well, not like things happen for a reason, but there's always a purpose. Yes. You know, so I think that'll be great for you. Yeah, there, there's sure. magic in this mess for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. So do you do your goals also in plan? Do you want to go back to, to teaching preschool, go back to teaching for your job? Can you go back to teaching? That's a great question. Uh, the jury is still out on that at the moment. Um, just judging from what my medical team is saying, I can't teach right now. Yeah. Um, but you know, if I can go back, I will go back. It's everything is up to my medical team at this point, and I'm going to follow their recommendations. Sure. Well, that's good. And again, I'm so glad that you found a medical team and that you have a group of people behind you. And I mean, I wish I had thought of doing something like that more than just you know, mom and dad having to be responsible for it all. But so I'm so glad that you have that. Yeah, going for, for sure. It. Yeah. And now it does look like you have us here at Vine. (laughs) So how did that happen? How did you hear about Vine? I mean, you're a teacher. You're definitely more involved at the time before all this happened to you and like a a lot 
younger years and years and years and years (laughs) before all of us here on this table but like how did you hear about bind liz it's i'm here it's all liz's fault that's what i tell her Liz, Um, thank you very much (laughs) we appreciate you yes liz at ut southwestern frisco she you know i'm her favorite patient so (laughs) okay Um, now you're gonna put that sticker on yourself too (laughs) she knows everybody knows um so liz you know we were i was really dealing with um isolation and really struggling because i'm very much a people person and so being at home alone watching netflix all the time and just being in bed with my cats as much as i love my cats um (laughs) it wasn't good for me and she goes i think you need to um do find somewhere to go and she goes have you heard of bind and i was like no let's and she told me and i was like this place sounds so weird i don't know so then i came for a tour and i was like i don't know this place is still weird but once i um like started coming because she strongly recommended that i come she was like it's going to be so good for you it's going to be so great um that's when i really realized like how how much this how much mine can help me and how much it has helped me um like where i was in terms of like my mental health in january when i started compared to now it's like night and day um like everybody in my life has noticed for sure and what i love most about bind is that here i feel capable like here i feel like i can accomplish things and i feel normal here and when i go home or i'm with my friends i have to feel i have to really be very careful with like accommodations and my energy and you know what can i and can't i do do i you know do i have enough energy to go hang out with this friend or whatever but i don't have to do that as much here and yeah. when I crash here, I'm like, all right, y'all, I'm going to go home and take a nap. And everyone's like, okay, bye. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just the most supportive environment ever. And, and in a lot of ways, I wish I had known about Bind my first go around. Yeah. But that's okay. You know, yeah. I'm here now and that's what's important. So yeah. talking about your mental health, because I know that we all need to struggle with that. But ha- so how has have your experience of having a concussion mm-hmm. affected your um, perspective on life. I mean, wow. and in the beginning, maybe it sounds like it was not so good, but it sounds like it's getting better. It's getting better for sure. Like I already know I have a long way to go, right? Like I, I can manage here at Bind for a few hours and then I literally go home and take a nap and I'm like done for the day. That's where I'm at right now. And that's totally okay. You yeah. know, I will tell you, Jenny, it is totally okay. I yeah. mean, I've been coming here for long time and I mean in the beginning I mean just thinking back even you know just a year and a year and a half ago whatever that was when we did our first round of podcasts and we actually did several in a day we both went at the end of the day we were like uh-uh yeah and I'm taking that I mean that that's very normal for those with a brain injury so for sure and we've had several members that start with an hour a day and work their way up again that's why we're saying right come as long as you want right as long as you can tolerate right so like that's so much better um and like I, you know, like i said my like my perspective is you know part of me is really frustrated that you know the universe conspired that that i needed another brain injury for some reason like i said there's magic in this mess yeah magic will come from this um and so there's i've gotten to the point where i thought well if i can get better once because i've done it once then I can definitely do it again. Yeah. And I will, because I, I tell Carly I'm stubborn. And she goes, no, 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 Jenny, 
you're not stubborn, you're persistent. There you persistent. go. Persistent, yeah, yes. good word. And so yeah. I am very persistent and I'm not one to let someone dictate, well, you can't do this because then I'll just go watch me. <laughs> exactly. And I love it. And I'll do it. I love it. I love your answer over all of this. But I do want to ask you, what would you give as a tip for someone that would be um, probably having a concussion or someone that would be with someone that they love? What is your number one tip advice? So just as for concussion and really, you know, for brain injuries in general, find support. Um, Having a brain injury can be so isolating. Um, I know that a lot of BIME members have felt that isolation before they came here. You know, find there are other, you are not alone. That's the biggest thing. You're not alone. Yeah. You are not unique in your situation. There are others like you, and we're here for support. So yeah. find, seek out support. Um, for the loved ones of someone with a concussion, believe them. Mm. Take them for their word when they say they hurt, they hurt. You know, because I'm not one to say I hurt. I'm not one to admit that I'm in pain, right? I'm used to be too proud for that. I can't do that anymore. So when I say I hurt, it's because I'm hurting. If I say I'm tired and I can't go, it's not for lack of desire. It's literally I can't move. And I, I have to take care of myself. So just take them at their word. Believe them. You know, have patience because we're, our brain is all kind, we're rewiring our brain. And, um, it's going to take some time. Yeah, you know. Thank you so much, Jenny. It's been a great episode thus yes. far for sure. So yeah. thank you thank so, you much so much for being here. And I want to thank all of the listeners that are listening to us and Jenny for this episode. Thanks, guys. Sure. And remember, if you'd like to contact us, you can email us at bindwaves at thebind.org. Visit us, follow us on Instagram, and also check our website at I'm looking so I don't make sure I say it right. The website is thebind.org slash bindwaves. Again, follow, check us out, email us, questions, concerns, ideas. We'd love to hear them. Yep. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to our uh, to any of your favorite platforms. And you can also click the notify on YouTube uh, while listening to Bindwaves every Thursday. So don't forget to say hi and come back next Thursday. Until next time. Until next time. We hope you've enjoyed listening to Bind Waves and continue to support Bind and our nonprofit mission. We support brain injury survivors as they reconnect into the life, the community, and their workplace. And we couldn't do that without great listeners like you. We appreciate each and every one of you. Continue watching. Until next time. Until next time. <laughs>